welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It is great to be here with you. Those of you who are coming into the live chat, remember I'm on my new channel, and that is the Rosh Sillers Photographer over at YouTube. And of course, you can always catch this podcast at RoshSillers.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and wherever you enjoy podcasts. And I always recommend, well, recommend, I maybe it's a bag, you know. Head on over to iTunes and uh, share your um, your thoughts as well as a few stars to let people know that you found this video valuable. And we have a lot of valuable information to share with you today. I wanted to dig down deeper into the concept of your and. It is something that we've talked about in many variations as we talk about building our unique success combination. And honestly, what is your and was probably the first question that I asked early on, early on. What is your end? And I came up with that thought when I was traveling around the country and I was talking to photographers specifically at the time. And the ones who were surviving this recession that we just had were people who had, were photographers who had an and. And, you know, it, it, you could be a writer, you could be a videographer, you could be, uh, you know, in any industry, but having that and just, and makes you stronger because you can build a combination that separates you from the competition. Here's the basic, basic thought. If you don't make your own success combination, it's made for you. And unfortunately, it just might be made, you just make, make a combination in your life that doesn't include success. It's just your combination and it's not a successful combination. And so I say step back and look at what you have. And we have a combination of seven, five, three, one. And the seven is seven sources of income. And I'm gonna talk about a little bit more of that today. And I also have some statistics and some updates and some social media areas that I want to share with you too. But if you don't take the time to recognize your combination, and I just give you these starting points, you could you can acknowledge many different parts of your life. This is more of a business-focused area. So the seven, seven sources of income, five, five people to support you with your business, three, well, that's three processes in one one channel. Learn to build at least one channel to get the word out about what you're doing and to network or to be a distribution channel. It, it's really important to have something that's going to get the word out for you to give you a voice when you need it. And when you need that voice and it's not there because you did not build an email list, you didn't build a Twitter following or a Facebook following, and you need to get the word out, now you need to pay for it and depend on other people. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean that you don't ever pay for advertising. Of course you do. It's certainly a good option in the process. But for the most part, I like to start off as organic as possible when growing my businesses. 
One one of the things I made note of is that there are a few articles, and I grabbed some statistics from articles, and in one that was going around, there's in a few articles, two uh, percent of brands uh, make the most of data driven marketing. Two percent. Now I'm sure I have a feeling that's a really very tight, narrow meaning they're embracing everything they could be doing to get their full. Uh, value from that data. But I think it is still very telling that most people are not looking at the data and when they're growing their business. And I want to talk more about that, but let's let's kind of take that step back into talking about your and. So what is that thing that separates you from the competition? What is it? Are are you a combination of two different industries? Do you have a personality that can be that combination? Very few people, a lot of people think they can be. Um, I, I fully admit that I am not, but some people do have this ability and it really is, you know, can be part of that equation. But sometimes you need to bring technology in and combine it with what you are doing in a way that other people are not. So there are many ways to approach this. It doesn't have to be necessarily two specific skills, as I mentioned earlier, photographer and writer. There are a lot of things you can do to combine what you do and, and process all this into a new direction that people, that in which there's a market for, that people will pay money for. And that that's, the important part. So you have to do a little testing ahead of time, but there are options for you. And it gives you, I think, a little more longevity if you're always educating yourself and keeping ahead of what other people are doing. Be that leader. And if you are, some people will copy your and. Somebody will copy your new idea. And that is okay too, honestly. I mean, Obviously, if it's something that costs you a lot of money, you want to protect it a little bit more. But if it's a concept that you know you can build and grow, well, then, you know, let them follow because they're going to be talking about you. They'll be talking about your method, your way of doing things and making you the expert. And that is certainly one way to improve your positioning in the marketplace is when people compare themselves to you and what you are doing. Now, what is going, what is working? What does work? Well, that's where I go back to that 2% of brands making the most of data-driven marketing and just data in general. I think, I think a lot of us, especially small business owners, don't even take a look at the very, very basic data, which is what is coming in and what is going out and understanding at the end of the month, are you plus or minus? Did you make more money than you brought? Then, then you sent out. Is your income higher than your expenses? What's the answer to that? Can you answer that right now? I, I can fortunately say yes. I can say yes. That is that is positive right now for me. And the end of the month, it'll still be positive. I know that because I've planned it and I've looked at it and I know what's coming in, what's due, and what's going out. But what about your tactics in terms of your sources of income? Are they all working? Are they working at the level? Do you need to let some of them go? 
maybe you only have three sources of income. And a lot of times we create other sources of income based off of our core, our core talent, product, or service, and we create other services around them. Are, is there more time and energy going into providing that service than what you're getting back? Should you put that time and energy into a different product, different service that is giving you more opportunity? Are you looking at that data? See, these are the things we need to look at. You know, the people around you who are who is providing the most opportunity. It does not mean you let people go and cut them off because they don't meet all of your expectations, but maybe some of them, one or two of them, shouldn't be part of your core center, your core five. And of course, your processes and of course your channel. How is that doing for you? And this is a combination. And this combination can be a benefit. And you can add more to this combination all you want. You, your combination can be much longer as long as you're mindful of the things that are going to help you and help you grow and help you sustain the life and the lifestyle that you're hoping to achieve. That, that's the main thing. Okay, so one of the things that I thought was interesting, a statistic, was that, that 55% of all Facebook posts are links. 55% of all Facebook posts are links. That means there are a lot of lazy people out there. <laughs> They're just sharing. They're sharing stuff. And if you want to separate yourself from the competition, and that certainly goes under the heading of the and, start looking at what everybody else is doing and just do it a little bit different. And, and that goes across the board. You have to remember that most people are not doing, most businesses, your competition, aren't doing the very best job they could do. And that's why, you know, they can be easily overtaken. 55% of all Facebook posts are links. Is that a good thing when you're talking social? Well, here's the thing. The least engaged Facebook post is a link. Number one by far is a video. So, and then the other ones are all in between. And let me tell you, the, the difference is huge, but which one takes more effort and time to create? And that would be a video. So, Again, you're going to probably separate yourself from the competition if you really embrace this video revolution that is coming along. Years ago, around 2008, there was a big movement within social media, within blogging. Blogging had really taken off. Social media was getting its feet under it. And I embraced that as part of my, my business. I hadn't gone as far into marketing as I am today, but I certainly was in photography. And I was able to take that new technology that was ramping up and combine it with what I was doing and able to separate myself from the competition and allowed me some new opportunities along the way. By getting involved in the community, I was able to photograph more because I was connecting with people who were creating websites at a, a very high level. And they trust me through various, they trusted me because they knew me within that industry. So I think it, it is important 
to consider what is working as we move forward. I saw another statistic that I thought was also interesting uh, as we talk about technologies moving forward. This is a, a rough estimate. So say it was about two, three years ago, 76% of people trusted or was, were enthused or trusted VR, thought it was a good idea, virtual reality. Um, you can get a, some goggles, you can put your phone in the goggles and do VR, or you can do something dedicated. Uh, there are a number of ways you can do VR, from cardboard to high-tech stuff. And now, just a few years later, it's down to like 60-something percent, say 67, 65%, meaning it went backwards. People have less and less trust of this new technology. Now, that may be because more people know of it. There are a number of reasons behind it, I'm sure. But it didn't take off the way they thought it would immediately because it hasn't become really practical. So what I'm saying here, so you have to be careful about which ands that you apply to your business. I'm often pushing technology, combine different types of technology to separate yourself from the competition. What I'm trying to say is test first at some level. And if at any point in time, you say to yourself, well, they will figure it out. They'll know to connect A to B to C then Z. It's gonna, it'll work as long as they do these steps. No, it has to be convenient and seamless for them, the experience of working with you. So whatever and that you bring in to your business, to apply to your business. Make sure it is creating a better experience for the customer. And you really need to look at that. There are a lot of really interesting ideas. VR is extremely interesting, but it's not practical. It's not practical. So turning on a TV can be practical. Putting uh, your phone in goggles or just putting on goggles sometimes and going through the process, it's not as easy as just turning on TV and flipping channels or opening up your computer. As computers got easier, as the Mac came along with Apple and made the whole drag and drop system more of a visual interface versus all type and text, the computer market started to explode for the, for the public because it was a lot easier and other windows started to develop. And, and the fact is, it just made it a lot easier for people to use the computer. So be careful of what you bring in, but you should always be looking for new opportunities to apply to your product or service or your personal brand or big brand, whatever it may be. It's a never ending process. And that's, that's where I think we should have to, what we have to remember is that it is a never ending process. All right. Social media. There are a couple of things that came along in social media. Um, LinkedIn video. I've talked about it in a few locations. I'm not sure if I've talked about it in the podcast, but it is here. Thank goodness. Um, it's, it's coming. It hasn't been fully released. Uh, speaking of LinkedIn, they, they've been updating groups. They updated groups last year. And now they're trying to improve engagement in the groups because groups within LinkedIn were pretty good, but they got kind of spammy. 
and people walked away from, I think more people went, you know, Facebook took the opportunity, did a great job with groups. And now, you know, LinkedIn is trying to bring it back, but it's just not working. So they have some new notification features that are rolling out right now. I think it's worth taking a look at LinkedIn groups again, maybe some of the groups or the types of groups that you found valuable in the past. And if you've wandered over to Facebook and and you forgot all about LinkedIn groups and just didn't just haven't participated in quite a while. And I am certainly guilty as anyone else on the, under that front. I mean, that's, I, I did, I loved working in LinkedIn groups and then I, I went away because it just wasn't working the way I'd hoped. So that's something you need to consider too. Head on over to a LinkedIn group and see if you can't get something out of this, especially if you're trying to develop your business. And remember, as I've said many times, it's important to go into the groups, not necessarily for your community, for what you do, your specialty, but go into your target market community and add value there. That can be a big benefit to all. Something uh, that was just released uh, a number of months ago, maybe two, three months ago, I mentioned that I had a new blog coming out and I'm, I'm just adding to it once in a while and it's called The Tube Blog. And I have 11 posts there, and it really isn't designed to have a lot of posts on it. Remember, we've talked about blogging and how a lot of blogging is going to the point. It's not how much, but just continuous quality and developing it. Each of your blog posts and maybe even going back and improving old blog posts. Well, I'm doing that with this. I mean, I have like 1,200 posts on roshsillers.com. This will probably never have more than 50 posts on it. And it'll be a gradual tick up. So I have 11 posts. And the newest one are my top five YouTube educators. People who I feel educate us about YouTube the very best. They're, and then I give you a couple options that maybe there are a couple you want to switch out based on your personality, based on your goals on YouTube. So if you're using YouTube, if, if YouTube is the channel in our combination 7531 and you like to use YouTube, consider heading on over to that post. Please share it if you like it, if you find it valuable. A um, few people who are involved in the community have said hello and shared it, and that's pretty cool. So it's the Tube blog, and it's just what I say, the, then T-U-B-E blog. Dot com, and that's where you can check out that article. I'll share some of the new articles that I'm, I have going up on both roshsillers.com and the uh, two blog, as well as other blogs that I've been, I've been working on. Uh, those of you who are in the photography world, I know there are many of you who follow me. Uh, the pricing article is coming up soon. I'm doing a live event this Thursday in Detroit on pricing your photography, sharing the three things that you need to understand to price your photography. And I'm gonna video that. And I think this is a lesson for everyone, really. Think about opportunities. If you do any kind of speaking or any kind of presentation, take a moment to record it. You might be able to use it for a podcast or a video in some way. And I'm gonna use that recording as part of the article. Um, most of it is written. Uh, but I still have some work to do. I'm going to include that video 
And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a really nice salad salad post. And like the two blog, going back to the theme that I was talking about before, related to blogging, is this will probably be my last new pricing article. Next year, I will change the headline to 2020, but I will update that same blog post. I'm not going to change the whole thing. I'm just going to update that one. One of the things that happens is that it takes about six months for the new blog post to overtake the old one. And that's pretty common. That's pretty common for a new uh, page or post it often takes about six months for it to really fully get its due, it's what it's deserved from the search engines. And so this will prevent that from happening. There may be a little disruption if I change a lot of it. However, um, it won't take as long to rank in that way I can get the freshest information for to people in the new year, in the coming years. So we'll see how all that works. If you have any questions for me during this show, make sure you head on over to roshsillers.com. You can put comments in the uh, in the podcast post. There's this actual blog post, and you can put comments there and ask questions that I can answer on the podcast. Of course, you can if you are catching this on the YouTube channel and watching me live as I record this. Well, then most certainly put a comment in the comments <laughs> and, and share your thoughts and even topics related to uh, what you feel is necessary to help you grow your small business. Thank you so much. It has been great to be with you once again. I truly enjoy sharing these these thoughts each week with you. And you know, so much is happening. There's there's I have honestly a backlog of different different topics that I need to bring to the table, get us all up to speed on so we can grow our businesses together. You have a great day.